You've got it tuned to the rendezvous. Bonsoir, welcome to the rendezvous. I'm Samuel Marcel, and the accent is French. I just want to start by this little story. So I got a friend of mine, super, 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 duper shy. And he called me Saturday, just this past weekend, and said it was like five. Simon, you know, there's this game tonight because we love, you know, basketball. I said, yes. He said, you know that girl I told you about? I said, yes, she's going to be there with the girlfriend. Oh, good. I said, what are you going to do about it? Nothing. What do you mean nothing? Nothing. You know, I'm too shy. I said, no, 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 no. You've got to go to her, introduce yourself, and find a reason to talk to her about the sports team. I don't think I can do that. All right, what do you think I could do, he said. I said, write on a piece of paper something nice like, hey, I love the same team. I've been uh, wondering, what is your name? Are you single? Can I buy you a drink? And he said, I will never have the chance to give, deliver that. I said, you know, somebody can do that for you, but you've got to reach out. I don't know the end of the story, but this is the lesson. Always remember that. Who doesn't dare doesn't leave. You call the next 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship? Just dial in 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Leila. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Leila. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Well, I was in France, actually. Oh, good. <laughs> and uh, in December, actually, last month. And... Um, I met a guy who, um, like, we kind of, like, fell pretty fast. Okay. Like, on the second date, he was like, I know you're the one. By the third date, he said he wanted to marry me. And wow. by the fourth date, he wanted to have a child. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And it felt like we had to move fast because I was leaving the next week to come back to the States. Mm -hmm. um, so it felt all very, like, fast-paced and... I came back and he would text me that he loved me and, you know, he missed me and he wanted to see each other when, as soon as we could. But it's been, I don't know, five or six weeks and he hasn't called me at all. And okay. I've asked to like talk on the phone. He says he's really busy and, and I'm wondering if I should stop talking to him or, mm -hmm. you know, move on and start dating other people. I don't know what to do exactly. Okay. Okay. Uh, is this man a Frenchman? Okay, so I need to say something about Frenchmen. We have learned from the beginning of our life, it's a tradition, to talk about our feelings. We're 100% at ease. It's a, it's a country that is very uh, at ease with you know, speaking up, feelings, romance, and all of that. So what might surprise you as an American woman is not surprising for us in French. So culturally, the French men and women are just more at ease, I think, expressing their feelings. Uh, so to your question, what should you do? If a man wants to marry you and doesn't call you in five or six weeks, he doesn't want to marry you, plain and simple. Okay, That doesn't exist. If I'm in love with somebody... And you say, I would like to talk on the phone. I'm going to call you, and I'm going to call you over and over, and we're going to discuss the future plans. He doesn't do this because he doesn't have future plans. He just likes you. He likes you very much. But I don't think you should wait on him. I think you should move on. And I think it was a wonderful, like, long rendezvous history in Paris of romance. And it's a good memory for you now, but I would not wait on him anymore. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I feel a little stupid. <laughs> no, it just it happens everywhere all the time, you know. So don't feel bad. Just move on and uh, let that memory uh, be part of your lifestyle, life memory. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Simon. Yeah. I really, that's, that's super helpful. You are most welcome, Lila. Have a good night and good luck to you. Thank you so much. You're well, welcome. Bye-bye. I got to go to my email because I got a date or dumb question. So that's next. Stay with me.
You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. You have a question, but you can't call me? Just email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's this email tonight? Okay, so this data dump is from listener named Nick that says, This girl I went on two dates with seems to be very bitter about men. She talks about how all men lie and cheat and how she's been burned in the past. And it's kind of a turnoff. I get that she's been hurt, but not all men are like that. And I'm definitely not like that. I like her, but she seems to have these impressions of men that I don't know how I can overcome. Should I continue to date her or dump her? Oh, Nick, that's a great question. If you start dating somebody very bitter, should you give him a chance or not? That's next. Stay with me. Here's the question. After a couple of dates, would you stay with somebody who's very bitter? And let's just define bitterness, by the way. It's somebody angry, hurt, or resentful from a very you know, bad experience. So, Nick, to your question, should you stay with this woman who's very bitter after man? I would say yes. I'm going to tell you why. Give it a couple more dates. Maybe she's just aggressive because she was so hurt. In a couple of dates, maybe she's going to be very nice. So I want you to give it a chance. Just a couple more dates. If she comes down and becomes lovely as she can be, then you are the winner. If she's still being bitter, then you stop. So my advice is give it one more chance. Sometimes we're all hurt and we're upset. Any questions, 855-905-8255. Or in English, 855-905-8255. That's my number. Any problem, call me. Rosa, bonjour. Bonjour, Rosa. Bonjour, Rosa. Uh, what's going on? How can I help you tonight? Well, I'm in kind of a dilemma. Uh, my husband, he he does this thing that I don't particularly enjoy when we're together. Um, ooh la um, <laughs> He tickles uh, like my back, like this, you know, my spine on my back, like up and down it. He I thinks see. it's like really sexy, um, <laughs> but it's really not. It's kind of uncomfortable and I let it slide for so long, but now <laughs> I, I feel like I need to say something. Exactly. Okay, no, I get it. So here's what you're going to say. Um, not during, you know, uh, before it happens, uh, if he moves his hand to tickle you back, just take his hand and then and then do something else. You don't have to talk about it, not making a big deal. Just if he's going to reach out to do this ticklish thing again, just reach out to his hand softly and move the hand wherever you like. If you get my drift. Okay, so- but you don't have to talk about it. You just move his hand away. He'll get the message. Okay. All right. So something more subtle. Okay. Yeah, subtle, like in the mood, like in the action, just like uh, maybe not, you know, and then you just, the, the 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 movement, the dynamic, just, you will get the message. I'm a guy. If my girlfriend would move my hand away from, let's say, tickling her back, I would understand she's not in the mood for that. All right. Cool. All right. Good luck to you guys and have a good night. Thank you. you you're welcome. I mean, it's a great question. How do you... Tell your partner when it comes to Ulala that he or she has to change something. Let's talk about that next. Have you ever been in a situation with your partner where, you know, in the Ulala department, he or she does something you don't like anymore, or maybe you've never liked, but you don't know how to express it without hurting your partner's feelings, right? So when I just told my last listener, Rosa, I said, listen, with your hands, you can literally move your partner's body, your hands, or whatever, so he or she understands you don't want that, and then you don't have to talk about it. But if he or she doesn't get the message, there's nothing wrong at all having a conversation about it. Just say, hey, I don't like that anymore. Oh, but I thought you liked it. Well, I don't like it anymore. That's all. It's all good. And keep the argument super short. 
that will pass the message. Why? Because you want to make sure you keep the connection, the romance, the ooh-la-la, good for both of you. No need to pretend it's good when it's not. Second thing is, if you don't say anything or do anything about it, I'm going to tell you what the risk is for you. And that's next. So basically, if you are with somebody and in the ooh department, he or she does something you don't like and you don't do anything for years, for many, many years, don't say anything, don't tell him anything or her, what's going to happen is you're not going to want to ooh-la-la anymore. That's the risk you're taking. And with that, the ooh-la-la, it's like a tree that loses, you know, its vitamins. It's like a fruit would lose its vitamins. It's like, you know, ooh-la-la is the expression of romance. And when you are in an exclusive relationship, if that doesn't work out, you just become friends and you're at the risk of separating one day. So talk, express your things physically one way or the other, but make sure you keep the ooh romantic for both of you. No need to pretend. Life is too short, by the way. Now that said, you know what I want to hear now? A love story. You have one? 855-905-8255. Call me. You know how much you love stories are the heart of the rendezvous? You have one? Call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Gretchen. Oh, bonjour, Simon. How are you? I am doing very good. I know you have a love story to share with us tonight. I want to hear it. <laughs> I do. Um, my now husband and I, we've been married for seven years. Mm-hmm. And before we got married, we were dating and he flew me to Italy for a surprise. Ooh, that's nice. Oh, it was amazing. We um, we flew into Rome mm-hmm. for about four days, mm-hmm. and just the entire place is romantic. No matter where you go, where you eat, uh-huh. what I mean, it's just it was amazing. And then we took a train to Florence, and we stayed in the little villa, and we went. Um, I can't remember what it was, but we went to this little um, castle for a a winery, Mm -hmm. and we just did the day there, and we shopped, and then we um, had a little cigar up on the top of the hotel that we were staying at that overlooked um, the river in Florence, and I mean, I wanted to stay for the rest of my life. (laughs) I understand that. I would want to. It was amazing, and I mean, you could only, we only stayed for about 10 days, but you need to stay at least for three weeks. There are so many other places that I wanted to go, so I definitely want to go back. You need to stay for three months, Gretchen. I mean, that that's my advice. I know. <laughs> I know. I wanted to go to the Amalfi Coast, and I actually have relatives down in Calabria, so that was another area I wanted to go down and, and visit and see if I still have, you know, family living down there. And But it was just beautiful. The time of year it was February. It was cold. It was romantic. Ooh, just la, beautiful. la. Ooh, <laughs> la, la. That's what I got to say to all that. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Listen, I relate. I love Italy. I love Italian people. I love the Amalfi Coast. I love Florence, Venice, Roma, Milano. And so I just, I love it all. And I reminisce through you. So thank you so much for that uh, story. I really appreciate it. Viva Italia. Oh, viva Italia. Ciao. 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 Thank you. (laughs) It just reminded me of something that happened to me personally. And I want to share that story with you. Stay with me. That's next. I must tell you, listening to Gretchen, it just brought back this reminiscence in me, this this trip I took with, uh, at the time, my wonderful girlfriend, Jennifer. We were all in Europe, and uh, we decided to go to also Italy. And I say that because, you know, I love, actually, Italian cheese, mozzarella, 
feta. I just could, you know, this all of this olivar. And I don't know if you've ever been to Italy, ever, but it's one of my favorite countries in the world. And I remember picking up Jennifer at her work and going to the train, which led us to the airplane, and I was so excited. I was, I don't know, 22, 23. Those moments are the most romantic moments of, of someone's life. It is for me, too. And then you know what happens when you get to another country? I'll tell you what happens next. So I was in my 20s. I was in love with Jennifer. We went to Paris, to Roma, and then we had to take another plane to Taormina, Sicily, which I highly recommend. It's a wonderful town, not far from the volcano Etna. Very, very romantic. And we spent about four days there, maybe one of the four most romantic days of my life, really. And you know, you, you, you're young, you're just like, you walk hand in hands in the streets of Italy, you eat the best food, you, and you, you talk together, you have fun, there was this. And, and I must say this, if you can do it, do it. Whether it's Italy, whether it's South America, wherever, wherever you like. When you leave your own country, you are liberated of something. I don't know what exactly it is. And I felt very free in Italy, and I think she did too. Anyway, I was just reminiscing. It's just, you know, I'm a romantic. What can I say? That comes back to me, those memories. Anyway, you have a question for me? You can call me too, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You got a question? Call me now. Bonjour, Wade. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Wade. What is going on? How can I help you tonight? So I have a, a long-distance relationship. We're actually in the same state, but we're a little bit over an hour away from each other, and uh, we don't get to see each other a lot. And I, I almost consider it she might as well live out of state just because we, we barely see each other based on work schedules and kids okay. and that kind of thing that we have. But okay. I'm, I'm hoping you can just give me some idea. Maybe you've had that situation. I'm just looking for ways to make it uh, make it work, keep it fresh. Sure. You know, boring sometimes talking to each other without seeing each other. Yeah, I mean, um, so when you have a long distance, so it's just the time, the timing is different, even if it's not so far. And you, what you want to do is break the routine. There's nothing worse, in my opinion, because it gets boring that we have to call it the same day, same time. You've got to keep the spontaneous surprising. So because if you start, let's say, FaceTime every day, 8 p.m., it becomes a routine and it becomes like a chore. Oh, I don't want to do that. So the key okay. of this is to be funny, surprising, romantic and touching and uh, varies the calls from the morning to night, the text, and keep your communication fresh. The worst enemy of long-distance relationship besides the distance is the routine it creates where we don't know what to say anymore. So break that routine, be spontaneous, and then also make the effort to see each other, right? I, I want to encourage you sure. that, yeah, I mean, it's not enough just to communicate. That's the basic minimum, but you got to find the time. Uh, if you want to keep it alive, find the time to get together that there's no other secret than that okay well that's that's pretty good information i appreciate that so much that's a start at least thank you so much wait for your call and good luck to you both thank you simon yeah have a good night you too more rendezvous next bonsoir simon marcel thank you so much thank you and i mean it for listening to the rendezvous tonight and every night by the way and remember i love when you send me a message on Twitter or Instagram at Rendezvous Radio about what are you doing while you're listening to the Rendezvous. I, I want to finish with this funny poll. I put this poll on my Instagram, actually, at Rendezvous Radio. I said, do you think your partner spends more time with you or their friends? 75% of you said me. 25% of you said their friends. I wonder out of the two, who is the most happy? 
Anyway, something to think about. I'll be back tomorrow. Always remember to check out my podcast, La Confession, on our Heart Radio app. Have a good night. À demain, les petits. The Rendezvous Show.